afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Fondazi Fire. That's right, everybody. This is a Fondazi Fire podcast, and this is a show where we ask the question, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but today, today the answer is more road tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Adam the Rombaro Soko, and with me as always is my lovely and beautiful wife, Katie Mighty Mouse Matryoshka. Hello, and joining us is our amazing, wonderful, and beautiful producer, Teresa Meese. Hello. So the last two weekends, Fondazi has gone on the road. We have performed two weekends at the Nebraska Renaissance Festival, also known as the Renaissance Festival of Nebraska, I believe, is the official name. Yes, there's two in Nebraska, so we have to be very clear on which one we're actually at, which is the one at the Bellevue Berry Farms. Yep. And it is a wonderful little festival. It It's great. It has uh, permanent buildings at the Bellevue Berry Farms. Uh, they host a lot of other events out there, like Harry Potter Days and a Pirate Festival and Halloween shows. I think they do Westerns as well. Yep. They also do weddings. And they do lots of weddings, yeah. But the best thing about this venue is that they have six, I repeat, six live peacocks cr- roaming around. There's six There's now, now six. Oh, my god! How did you gosh. find out there were six? I've only seen four at a time. Um, When when we were coming back from the parade, or no, when we were when we were carrying the things over, that's what it was. The backdrops from where we parked them from the last yeah. weekend. So we're uh, Joe and I are carrying our backdrops over, and we have to walk through like the whole merchant area. And we both started counting, and she was like, "There's six of them." I'm like, "There's <laughs> oh my gosh!" Because as we were walking, you could hear them calling and seeing each other. And yeah, it was before there was a lot of patrons there. Pa- patrons, pa- patrons. Thank you. <laughs> it just sounds weird right. when I yeah. said it. Then sorry. <laughs> before there was a lot of people there, um, you could see clearly that there were six. It was. It was very the most awesome. important question is, can you still identify Kevin? They're all Kevin. They're yes. all Kevin. I'm just saying them all Kevin. Better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're all Kevin because they sound exactly like Kevin from the movie Up. Yes. I love the movie Up. Okay. I have two bags from the movie Up. They're my favorite purses at the moment. That's neither here nor <laughs> they there. They are amazing but... purses. We will share pictures of those on Patreon, maybe? maybe. Yes. I think that we should. I love all my right. purses. So the question that I have for you to begin is, who went on this road trip? So it was Katie and I, and we brought with us Brett, a.k.a. Romy, and his girlfriend, Joe. Yes. Yes. And Joe had joined us in 2019. Yep. And yes. Then, so she was really talk about off. the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and we, Joe has learned a few of the um staples so she was able to do caravan with me and we changed just a few parts of it um and we were able to do mysterious and fire dance and all those other things yep and she does a great acro number with brett mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's a lot of fun to watch. We did that to uh, Arabian, not Arabian Sands, it's, it's, Cthulhu. Yes, Cthulhu. Cool. Normally it'd be Arabian Sands, which should be in the next CD in mm-hmm. the next yep. year two. Yes. I, I don't want to pressure them, especially since Alan <laughs> just had surgery. For those who don't know, I don't know if he wants everyone to know. <laughs> yeah, well, he posted He's on Facebook there okay. <laughs> before everyone knows. Yes. So, um, yes. So, how was the drive out there the first weekend? So it was pretty, the drive out there was pretty good because what we started to do with Brett is instead of having him come all the way to our house, we meet him in Burnsville uh-huh. and we leave his car down in Burnsville. So it's just a straight shot down 35W to Des Moines. And then you take a right and you head out to Omaha. Uh, the first time, like taking the trailer, like I never quite realized when we got the trailer behind us, how terrible the gas mileage <laughs> is. Um but it, it basically cuts the gas mileage in half. So we had to fill mm-hmm. up uh, one and a half times going down to Omaha. Uh, didn't take us more than like six hours. So we were able to get in and go to the Texas Roadhouse after we checked into the hotel, which was and pretty how was great. that? After I had a panic attack, it was fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Yeah. I literally yeah. had a panic attack. Trying like it was. It's been the first time that Adam and I have gone out to eat in over a year, and there were a lot of people, and there were a lot of masks, and Brett looked like he was going to pass out because I was like shaking and like trying to you know breathe and and go through the whole steps of the five senses, and I just look over and he's like ghostly white, staring at me like, "Are you okay, Katie?" we can go and he said that multiple times we can go we don't need to eat out we can go but i was fine yeah it's it's a big transition after a whole year so it's huge it's it's so weird to be around people there's that's one thing is we do the parade um at this festival we only have four shows a day and we don't do any extra things so except for this parade and i (laughs) I could hear this one woman talking as we were coming up um because the baby that was on the dad's shoulders, his mouth was open, his eyes were huge, and he's just like making these Whoa. jerky movements, staring at everybody. And she starts, the mom starts laughing and goes, I didn't realize he has never seen this many people before. Yeah. And that <laughs> made me kind of giggle and sad, like, oh, this poor little guy <laughs> has no idea what's going on. There's just all these people. There's more of you, mom life. and dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so did you, uh, um, I have to ask one other question. Yeah. Did you stop at the Axe Murder House yet? (laughs) Because Axe Murder House? When Chris and I went out with you, we couldn't get you to stop there either, Adam. No, they wouldn't. (laughs) No, but they didn't. Well, one of these years. I didn't bring it up this time because you said no last time. And I didn't want to go without you, Teresa. If we plan ahead for another year when I get to come with you. It's going to be on the list. We'll just have to take the full Friday off. I know yes. my boss would be very nice about that. They would be, yes. All right. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I was going to say after after the Texas Roadhouse, the uh, the trailer phantom struck and the trailer lights stopped working again, which was really frustrating because Chris and I actually spent you know an hour or so hooking up a new connector to the trailer and it worked fantastically. And then, yeah, the trailer lights stopped working. But that happens every time we go out of time. Every I'm pretty time. sure trailer lights are a lie. They don't actually <laughs> exist. We were I've never had a trailer where they worked. We didn't figure it out that weekend, though, because we, we leave the trailer down there and we don't haul it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did figure it out on Sunday before we came home 
the second weekend. By the way, I want to point out to everybody that it took us an one hour and three minutes to get our stage completely packed up. All of us changed with a bathroom shower yeah. and the trailer lights working. That's impressive. I know, right? That's that was super. That was timing us. It was awesome. <laughs> so how did it feel to be back on stage? Amazing. The first show yeah. was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> the first day we had basically every uh, hiccup that could happen. There was no mishaps, but there were definitely hiccups that happened throughout the show. Brett was trying out a new audio uh, program that allows us to create the set list on on a phone that's uh, it's one of his older phones, so it's not connected to uh, anything data or anything like that. Um, but it's you know it allows for fade ins and fade outs, and you can have uh, it stop after a song, and then you hit go again, and it will start the next song uh, with you know you can program silences into it. It's a really smooth program. And what we used to do was make that all on the computer and then play it that way. But mm-hmm. um, it would, it had this really fun time <laughs> where it started one song and then 12 seconds later, it started the next song on top of the other song. That's really fun. Yeah. It was a blast. It was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And then he, he, he ran back there and he fixed it mostly except for one song where it did it again later in the show and Mm -hmm. it was just like oh my word and that that was also where we remembered after we tried to do one piece that there's not enough room for adam brett and i to be doing trouble because we spin a lot (laughs) and use like the horizontal plane a lot and this particular stage has two very large columns and so we found out we could not do that piece so we had to take it out and and write out write it out of some of the shows yeah I bet it was hilarious to watch us try to do it. I am just, that that was a lot of rust for you guys to shake off. I know that when I jump out on stage for the first time, it's going to be like that. Like, first of all, I can only imagine what it was like to be like, yay, I'm back here. I'm with a fire and then look out and be like, holy, wow, there's a lot of people and they're all staring at me. Like that weird, like you want to be there, but you haven't been around that many people and suddenly you're just in front of them. Well, it did. It really did help not being a member of the crowd, being on stage. Like I was, that was a lot more easy for me to digest than going to a restaurant and being in the middle of a crowd, but being on the outside and knowing that they couldn't get past the, I mean, they're not supposed to go past a certain point anyway, because of our insurance, but knowing that they couldn't even get quite that close because they had the first row mostly blocked off. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we did have nine hours of rehearsal time ahead of going to the festival. So we had gotten most of the rust shaken off ahead of time. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, I would say most of the choreography and the dance itself was really solid in those first few shows. It was really the technical difficulties of uh, the sound equipment and the new program and getting that all, getting mm-hmm. all the bugs worked out of that. Um, and, and- setting up the first day took forever. It was like, oh my gosh, we have no idea what we're doing. We haven't set up for a show in such a long time. And we got there, but it was like, we had planned on having some downtime. You know, we get there, you set up and you get to sit around for a little bit. No, it was get up. It was get there, set everything up. Boom. Cannon goes off. You're like, dang it. (laughs) Uh, And it was really hot. It, it was really hard to adjust to the performing and the uh, heat 
of the the day. For those who don't know, I don't sweat, so I get heat stroke really easy. So it was um, I felt bad. But after each show, I would basically run backstage and start tearing off my costume and leather to try to cool myself off. I couldn't I didn't stay and help clean up or anything. So we had to put Joe in charge of the merchandise because Katie was in charge of the merchandise, but nobody wants to buy T-shirts from a girl who's dying. And no, like not able to focus. I only threw up once over the weekend though from heat. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, only once. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. We, we talked to the, uh, the entertainment director and they have this barn in the back, um, that, and he said, when, if it's not being used that we could definitely go in there and cool down. So I would, um, I started going in there and, um, stripping down to just my shirt and my leggings and laying on the concrete floor mm-hmm. yeah. with an ice pack on top of me trying to cool down. Um, there was like little outlines of me on the floor <laughs> after a while. So the, was it the first weekend was really hot and then the next weekend was really cold because yes. it's spring and yes. spring is weird yeah really windy on the second saturday like terribly windy 20 mile an hour gusts oh the entire day i don't even know how anyone watched our show because there was uh there's so much sand and dust in the lanes of people walking around that when these mm-hmm. gusts would come they would come from behind us and you could just see this like storm of dust and grit and sand going towards the audience. I'm like, I would have not stayed. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I'd be like, ah, I'm out. This it is so uncomfortable. Well, right? I, I guess that's just like compliments to you guys on how amazing you are to watch. That is true. Yeah. So. One thing that we did implement this, this, uh, this festival was that we started to allow virtual tipping. Oh, so yeah. How'd that pe- work? Yeah. If people want to go to paypal.me slash Fondazi, we, we set that up to allow for virtual tipping. Mm-hmm. And it worked all right. I mean, not a lot of people used it, but there, you know, a few people use it and it was definitely worthwhile. And also the, the festival director wanted us to collect tips at a distance. So we had uh, bought some shepherd's crooks that we stuck in the ground and we had some lanterns that we hung from them. And cool. approximately everybody just walked right past those <laughs> and paid zero attention to the the lanterns and tipping into the lanterns. So I, we actually had to go. I will say that, yeah, our first show was um, the worst that it's ever been for Fondazi tips. Yeah. Everyone ever. just flew past. Ever, Teresa. <laughs> distance tipping. So we had to go back to old school. We wore our masks and collected tips with the bags. I did not really the first weekend. I tried for like one or two minutes and then I, once I felt like I was going to throw up, I'd run away. Yeah. It was great. Valid. Valid reason right. to leave. Yeah. Tip, vomiting on someone really does wreck the tipping experience for them. It really does. <laughs> Nobody wants to have that. No. Um, are there any other highlights that you'd like to share with the listeners? I would like to say that Joe was amazing with me yelling at her backstage. Yay. Yeah. Um, and she really was because she has never been uh, when she performed with us, it was always uh, with the whole group at MRF. And and that backstage is very set, very, very um, everything has a place. But when we travel, our backstage is a little bit different. And there's only the three of us who are spotting and, and helping one one another out. So. I had to kind of redo the way I thought about my backstage and how to do things because all of a sudden there was Joe there trying to help out and I'm trying not to 
run over her trying to get things put out or trying to do things. So she was really good with me. Like, don't do this, do this. No, no, go over here. Like, ah, so I, that was a highlight for me. Cause I had to re learn how to do a lot of the stuff backstage. And she was very helpful. That's and awesome. not at all mad at me that I was yelling. Cause I kept apologizing in between shows. I'm like, I'm so sorry. It's not you. It's me. I'm sorry. But she's worked in kitchens. So I'm sure she's used to like, <laughs> emergency yelling yeah. here and there <laughs> well she was even telling me that oh she has burns on her arms she's like i get burned more at, during my normal job than i do out yeah. here I'm like yeah she has a big one that was like that big on, oh. right on her forearm it's like oh ouchie anyway highlights uh marishka was super solid Woo-hoo. um in fact that was one that when we did it in rehearsal it was like it was perfectly uh perfectly perfect the first time we ran it actually Unlike Trouble, which was not. Oh. I couldn't remember any of it. Where we knew like the dunce, the dunce. <laughs> and then after that, we're like, now what? What do we do? Something um, happens next. I got told that I was the prettiest that, that any little girl has ever seen. That made me Aww. happy. And I had that a little boy hug awesome. me. I, I bent down to get tips from him. And all of a sudden, he was just like on my lap, <laughs> hugging me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I miss this. Nobody yeah. hugged me. No. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> did did have a guy tell tell Katie and I both like oh you can tell how much in love you guys are when you do Argentina, so that yeah, was nice. That was very nice. Oh, and one of my absolute favorites was it was kind of rainy the night before yeah. on uh, the second Saturday we were there. So kind of rainy. It was <laughs> it, it was, was very rainy. Rainy. cats and dogs and super Got windy it. and cold. <laughs> Thank goodness it started after the festival day and it ended before the next one. That's right. Yeah. So there was mud on our stage. Um, and so it's Brett, the first time Joe's ever performed in mud. Yeah. That, <laughs> mud Joe. And there was mud all over Brett's pants and costume, but that's neither here nor there. They wouldn't change. Anyways, <laughs> not like I'd, uh, anyway, um, my favorite part of that day was that Brett decided that he uh, was going to try a new marketing thing with Adam. And not yes. tell Adam. And he dipped his, he walked up in front of you or behind you and no, put his had, hand. We had just done sheets. So his hands had been in the mud. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Because <laughs> of all the handstands and whatnot. So he walked up to you and like patted you and was like, oh, your shirt's all dirty, buddy. Or something like that. You can't perform <laughs> like that. Your shirt's all dirty. That's and he right. wiped mud on my shirt. <laughs> oh. And I go, yes, but where would I find a clean, fresh t-shirt to wear? So I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Which then led into the whole t-shirt trying yeah. to sell people things. But yeah. And my favorite was when, was it you or him goes, we're not in marketing. No, we're not in advertising. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had no out. No, yeah. They just stopped and then they started laughing at each other. And then the audience started laughing. Yeah. So, I mean, there was that. We had lots that of is good, awesome. good giggles. There was, yeah. It was good to be on the road again. Yeah. We did the Where's Romy routine and actually got applause for it. That yeah. was pretty fun. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm excited to be back performing again. And I'm glad that we're getting out there, going to get together to rehearse eventually here. Um, yes. Yes, we will. Any any closing thoughts from either of you about this adventure? Uh, we stepped up from Texas Roadhouse and we <laughs> went to a steakhouse called Gorat's. Yes, we was fantastic. We decided that we were going to try something a little different than Texas Roadhouse. Um, 
And so, yeah, we, we found, I, I Googled like the best steakhouse or whatever, and it was not that far away and it was so good. Yep. So and now we're looking for our next steakhouse in Amana, which will be down in Amana, Iowa for Memorial Day weekend. Teresa, they had a lot of cow paintings. <laughs> they had cow paintings? They had cow Lots paintings. Cow Are they paintings. selling the restaurant? <laughs> Adam goes, take a picture of the cow. And I did, and I forgot to send it to you. So oh, I'll you send it to you. To no. <laughs> I was okay. going to, but then I got distracted by the picture of the llama. <laughs> they also so had a llama. For our audience, um, there is either a staging company or some some trend that the rest of us are completely unaware of where houses that are about to sell either get staged with cow paintings, longhorn steer, or people just are into the longhorn steer paintings right now because the guys find a lot of them on their inspections. They mm-hmm. do. We have a lot of photos of them. Adam will send yes. them to me. Yeah, we did stop at a gas station on the way back from Omaha, and they were advertising how they had uh, not prime steaks, but actually choice steaks. I was like, "Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> that's fancy, fancy, fancy." Well, this place they had they had a cello player there, but it was like it was fancy, yeah. but at the same time there was families there. Nobody was really dressed up. We fit in just fine. You're great. talking about the steakhouse and not the gas station now. Yes. Yeah. I was really oh thrown for a second why there's a cello player at the gas station. I'm like, wow. <laughs> no. There but now we that. have an idea. Anyone who's listening who owns a gas station, if you we have a cello player, them, we do. Yeah. I would say overall, I'm just really excited to be back performing. The audiences are great. Um, they're very excited to be out being audiences again. And yeah, the energy is fantastic out there. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for everybody being able to perform together. Mm-hmm. I've missed I am the too. entire group. Yeah. yeah I think the Minnesota Festival be awesome. will be amazing. All right. And then one more time for everybody. We are going to be where Memorial Weekend? Uh, Amana, Iowa at the Iowa Renaissance Festival. Yep. Awesome. It's going to be, we're going to be there Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Yep. So you'll have three days to catch us. I think we're doing four shows, but I do not know the times yet. No, we don't know that yet. I should be posting that on Facebook if I remember. I promise nothing though. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, pop on over to the Patreon and look for Fondazi Fire. If you have any questions or show ideas for us, anything that you want to know, then email us at Fondazi at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe to Fondazi Fire Presents What Do You Want on your favorite podcast platform. And we'll see you next time.